<laughs> need a little red button outside. A little red button. Yeah, we need like a little flashing recording in progress. Are you going to be good? I so. <laughs> we did it. Bachelorette party. Yeah, if we sound a little hoarse, that's because uh, we spent the whole weekend screaming. <laughs> we are hurting today we apologize but honestly this is the uncut unfiltered version of us that everybody asked for Mm -hmm. so and um, honestly it was it was a success it was such a success I honestly I said this in the group chat yesterday but it went down as my top three in my top three bachelorette parties ever you know what that's a huge compliment because i've never planned a bachelorette yeah well you crushed it and i don't know maybe it's because it like spoke so much to me that everything was a competition and a game that i was like yes yep yeah well it was uh i think it was a a great balance of like insanity but also chill and i was also telling allison this morning bachelorettes are so different in your 30s and in your 20s oh my gosh and i know not everyone there was 30 but i think almost everyone was about 30 like 28 would be the youngest if i could guess and um everyone just like automatically like sectioned off into helpful units so there's people who did tidying there's people who did dishes there's people who um set up things there's people who cooked and they just like after one group moved out of the kitchen the dishes people came in and we didn't even talk about that it just happened it just happened yeah it was like very organic it was kind of like a it was like a cinderella story everyone just became tiny little helpers yeah just and, birds fluttering yeah, around just flitting about and in, within like an hour and a half everything was clean there were guns at this bachelorette party like actual guns guys bang, 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 bang. yeah just it wasn't an actual gun guns. it was a pellet gun which apparently you can die from at close range yeah i think well, if you if you shot a bb in your eye you could die too there's a different there's i think there's levels again i'm not a gun expert but like bb pellet real gun yeah well we did it all friends <laughs> we did it all this weekend and nobody lost nobody shot their eye out yeah and you know what yeah we're all here to tell the story and now and we- ali was very happy bride happy at the end that's literally as we know from last episode that is the only thing that matters we could have all had a terrible time and as long as she left having the best time of her life that's that's a win in our accomplished yeah okay so we are recovering like we already said (laughs) and then we're getting ready for what is can only be described as our like holiday season Mm-hmm. which is fall in the bridal world. Mm-hmm. September and October are looming hard. Yeah. I have, I have, what is, what is the Sunday scaries of like a month? You know, like of an entire season. Yeah. I, I have, I have Sunday scaries for September and October. Yeah. And just a little <laughs> like background on that. When we say that it's like our holiday season, this is the busiest time in the bridal world. Not only are we at market spending what tens of thousands of dollars on new dresses mm-hmm. <laughs> we, should have, we should have my mom on the, on the the next episode so we can understand the the spending dynamic that goes on at every market meeting we have yeah it's a very significant amount of money plus this is the time where we have the most appointments in the boutique because mm-hmm. people are summer's over and they're like oh right i'm getting married next summer or you're having like the not early birds but the girls that are like shopping on time 
for these fall weddings next year and it's like maybe we should call it the september scaries i think everyone gets september scaries like last week of august everyone's like oh my god okay yeah i don't get that though i like I no, but I, I love fall. School. I love fall. Back to school is like, but I find it goes from a transition to me, especially with my friends, where I feel like I have all this extra time. Maybe it's because the days are That's longer. True. Yeah, yeah. Where I'm like, I'm seeing everyone. We're on patios. We're like making plans every evening, and then September creeps up, and you're like, oh my god! Like it's like yeah. real life is impending. Like the summer is kind of coming to a close, and you get the September scaries. Yeah, and it's kind of like funny because it's like it's not like we don't work during the summer, but mm-hmm. for some reason it feels like you're going back to work in yeah. September. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like the teacher reset yeah. is happening. With that, like last week I put up on Instagram, we're, we're seeing the increase in bookings and appointments. We're seeing like more brides saying yes. But when I put up that poll about like 2024 brides that haven't bought their dress, mm-hmm. it was 52% of them hadn't bought their dress yet, which I feel, oh my gosh, my phone's ringing. <laughs> Sorry, somebody from Owen Sound is calling me. Duck cleaning? There's just somebody wanting to clean my ducks. I don't <laughs> have ducks. I have a pregnant dog. Okay, so 52% of people have not, who are getting married in 2024, that answered our Instagram poll, have not purchased their dress, which I think is a shocking amount because I feel like any other year, the majority have bought yes. by this point. I Even think- though this is our going into our biggest season. Mm-hmm. I think it's this almost is, we start talking about like 2025 brides at this point, yeah. right? Like, yeah, it's kind of insane because we do this kind of question around this time because we're like, okay, how are we going to plan for our September scaries? How are we going to plan for the rest of the year? What, like a lot of us go to market, like staffing, buying, like who's left? And we usually do this question and you're right. You're like, it, it's, it's well over 50 have bought mm-hmm. almost always. Like I would say 60 to 75% of people are like, okay. I've got it locked in. And then we have that insane period at the end of the month or at the end of the year, kind of where people are like, oh my God, I'm getting married next year and next year's in a month. And I haven't bought my dress. And that's an insane time because it's like, I think it's also interesting because there's a disconnect in our team. Sometimes we're like media is constantly trying to educate on the gram. So mm-hmm. top of mind in your mind is like, I don't know how much more I can hammer this in, yeah. but like girls are still rocking in being like, oh yeah, I'm getting married in March. And you're like, March, March. And it's like so, like they're so relaxed about it. And then some girls with the timing, I think we talk about this all the time. There's like the nothing could scare this girl ever into buying when she needs to. And then there's the girls who come in and they are at a not great time. And as the appointment goes on, they realize more and more that, oh my God, I've I've kind of fucked up and I I don't know what I'm going to do now. Like you can't go back in time. So I think there's just like, it's hard because you feel like you couldn't, jam it down people's throats anymore that you need to be shopping like 10 to 13 months in advance 10 to 14 months in yeah. advance 12 months is perfect 11 months is great 10 months you're you're pushing it and then there's the girls who are like yeah i'm getting married in six months like that's a long time yeah and you're like no no the thing is when we say shopping like we mean buying yeah like you should be buying if you if you're gonna that. need more than one appointment shopping and buying are not the same thing no exactly <laughs> and that's like a huge differentiator and it's it's not a sales tactic. And I think oh, that yeah. sometimes people probably, because I, I think like if I wasn't in the industry, I would probably think like, oh yeah, that's a smart sales tactic yeah. to like, you know, buy a year in advance of something mm-hmm. when they know that their dress is going to come in in like six or seven months, say maybe sometimes even five months. But the back end of that is altering and getting your dress and doing all that. And, and I think people underestimate how much time that takes mm-hmm. or how 
much of a dying art seamstressing is seamstressing. You know, if you're getting married in peak season for weddings, there's also a peak season for alterations. Yeah. And, there's pe- and it just kind of all trickles back. It's so. like, I think it's a time blindness too of like, okay, when I email you your dresses here, it's not like you can come pick it up tomorrow. Like you're still working. So like some people are like, oh, okay, I can't make that one because there's a shower. And so we email you and then it's three weeks until you can get here because of appointments or because of how busy we are and so it's like the buffer is not a sales tactic it's a like it's a life raft yeah for sure and I mean (laughs) honestly sometimes even if you get into a situation where you have to start paying rush fees that's not usually the budget yeah or even if it is in the budget like there's still gonna be a back end for like maybe that means you're paying rush fees for alterations which Mm -hmm. are a thing or you know or you just run out of time because there's nothing to be done and so it's it's not a sales tactic please buy on time yeah and i think there's two there's things that you don't like even we don't realize and it's always heartbreaking when one of our designers can't rush a certain dress because of the fabric yeah and like that's not always top of mind when you're selling like i'm i'm obviously this okay this girl has short timelines so that puts sales our stylists in like a different mindset but sometimes you're like okay made with love really safe can do fast rushes this is great and that's how you're categorizing things and then they try on this one dress which we can't rush because of the fabric and all of a sudden you're like oh okay we gotta switch gears and this girl starts falling in love with things or comes with a certain picture just it's like i said it's it's not a pressure it's a safety raft so you to be able to find whatever you want within your parameters without being limited yeah and that's i can't think you kind of nailed it there that even though we do offer oh my gosh guys i'm hurting we're gonna be fine we're gonna gonna be be okay um even though we offer rush fees not every dress like that doesn't apply to every dress and sometimes production gets overwhelmed and they stop offering them Mm -hmm. just on a whim they're just like oh starting next week we're not offering rushes and you're like oh okay okay good 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 all right this isn't meant to be a scary episode are we gonna rename it We're just going through some shit. Um, No, it's going to be, it's going to be great. But I just thought it was very interesting that 52% of people, like that's something that we have in. And and the post-COVID bridal bubble is so, like we're still trying to navigate what this looks like, what seasonality looks Mm -hmm. like. And maybe Mm -hmm. this is all part of it. But when I asked on the gram, like if you haven't bought your dress, like what are the reasons? The most popular ones were I had money. Which, I mean, I think that's always, but I feel like this year it's even more. Like, obviously, everything's gone up in price, like, from your groceries to wedding dresses to venues to, yes. like, whatever it is. Literally everything. So, I get that. Um, organizing schedules. And that is kind of, like, a bit to what you said in the whole, like, if you're shopping around and you want to have that experience with, like, all your friends. Like, that's when you should really be starting at, like, that 14, 13 months before mm-hmm. your wedding mm-hmm. to, to make sure that you can organize and get all everyone's those people. Everyone's tried to make those those plans with your six best friends. And you're like, okay, what is everyone doing three months from now? That's the same thing. You think that you can coordinate schedules of, like, four or six other women? Mm. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In order to no, get ma'am. it out of the group chat, it's got to yeah. be <laughs> a lot of planning ahead of time. Um, we also had the fear of timelessness or the fear of something better is going to come, which I, we kind of touched on on other podcasts. But the thing is, like, your dress, there's no such thing as timelessness. No. Fashion's not supposed to be timeless. Like, it, it runs in cycles. And there's literally always going to be a better dress that you're like, oh, if that was around we when always I was use, looking. We always use that one thing. It's like you stopped looking for your partner when you found your fiance. Why won't you stop looking for your dress when you found it? Yeah. And that kind of leads <laughs> to one of the other ones is like, I can't find the one, which can sometimes be because you're being like 
so particular and you have like a tight budget or you're being like very particular and you can't find that designer or whatever it is. Or the opposite is when maybe not the opposite, but like when you're, you've overshopped, you've shopped too much. And now you want the straps of that dress, the top of that dress, the waist of that one. Yeah. And then the other one that we got is, is something that literally always comes up. Um, we are going to do an entire episode on it. So I just want to bring it up to validate everybody that sent it in, but they haven't said yes because not comfortable with their bodies. Mm -hmm. So to that, I just want to say your stylist job is to show you how confident and amazing you can feel in a dress, despite the number that's in that dress that's sewn into that dress. Like, or or despite, you know, whatever thing, like if, if you're worried about your nose or your arms or whatever it is, like your stylist is there to show you how beautiful a garment can make you and to feel. and to walk you through what you're feeling in it mm-hmm. like if there's certain at and i'm not going to go into too much this is the last thing i'll say on it because it's going to waste the whole other episode but yeah. like <laughs> if there's something that's truly bothering you then voice it because yes. there's there's like it's the same thing with the slip dress versus structure if you're just like oh i don't like this and you're like well why don't you like it let mm-hmm. me and my rolodex of dresses in my head find something that you do feel that way in if this isn't giving let's try something else Okay, so the last podcast, our Bachelorette episode, mm-hmm. it was lots of great feedback. Thank you to everybody that like commented on Spotify mm-hmm. and wrote reviews and Apple podcasts and everything. Obviously, we we are very happy that you guys are loving this as much as we are loving to do it. But one of the, um, I guess, segments of the last podcast that everybody seemed to really enjoy was our Marry or Divorce mm-hmm. <laughs> on unpopular weddings which actually took us way too long to figure out what to call it yeah we sat here and we're like pump or dump yeah yeah or nay <laughs> what if there was another one that you were like um, oh, ring or something and i was like, oh Why? um toot or boot toot okay <laughs> so marry or divorce so we're gonna run through a couple today because this is this episode is just a chaotic update from the bridal mm-hmm, bubble there's mm-hmm. no there's no rhyme or reason. We're going to batch no some path. more of these. We're going to, you know, and you know what? Episode... Adele's probably going to spell the next 48 hours editing this. So it goes out on time. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I don't even have 48 hours till this goes out. So someone pray for me. Um, but next week we're going to have some guests. We're going to mm. have some, or I guess in two weeks, we're going to do our, everything your bridal stylist needs you to know in prep for this insane September, October, November that we're going to have. So if you have any questions, as always, DM us, email us, whatever you want. But for now, off to married or divorced. Dun, da, da, da. Um, <laughs> um, I don't know. Okay, we got some good ones here. Oh, this one. Okay, this one came up more times than I thought that it would. And that was walking down the aisle together. Like you and your partner walking down the aisle opposed to the bride um, who traditionally either walks down the aisle herself or with her father or mother or Ooh, whatever. So you and you and bride, partner, you and, you and yeah. about to be married humans. Yeah. Huh. Marry or divorce. Okay. I, can I be separated from this idea? What? <laughs> you know what you do before you get divorced? You get separated. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. So, sorry. Okay. I'm married as an industry professional. I'm married to it because I love something uh unique and new and that would celebrate you as a couple as an individual i want to divorce this thing because i just loved 
the distance that you walk and then the coming together, like that action of like mm-hmm. being far from your partner and walking towards them. Like the drama. Yeah. yeah. It's the anticipation. I love anticipation and excitement and stuff, but I love that, that, that I've never heard of this or seen it. So as an industry professional, love. That's why Mary. I was shocked that like, I think we had like at least four or five people say this. Um, so sorry, are you marrying or divorcing? You can't just Fine, I'll marry it. I'm already married, so I can't really personally want it. So I marry it. I think it's great. Love it. Married. Okay. I'm divorcing it. Um, <gasps> Why? Uh, because of the drama of walking yeah, down yeah. the aisle. I just, I feel like the little traditional self me, like I can respect the, the, the interesting cool factor of doing it. <laughs> can you? Can you? You look like you're going to barf Personally, over there. Personally would never choose that, but I think that that's cool. I want to see it. I want to see some like photos of it. Can somebody like who does this, please send me photos video like i I would also like to know like what was like the thought process behind it like maybe they're just really anxious yeah that's cute and you get to look at both people at the same time yeah instead of being like oh Oh. actually yeah that kind of does make sense um i think you're gonna divorce all these (laughs) uh shopping with your fiance um i will marry that you're a liar. Only because you said that I was going to divorce everything. <laughs> no, but I am going to marry it only because I think that the people that do it need that person there as their I think we're being too maker. nice. We're being too nice. I'm divorcing this idea. I think Why? it's stupid. Why? <laughs> because your fiance doesn't know anything. The person that you're marrying, unless they have a very vested interest in other shopping experiences you've had, I don't think they can give an opinion worth discussing at a bridal shop. Riddle me this though. When you brought your mom shopping, do you feel like she has, does she come shopping at American Eagle for your jeans with you? No, but I went shopping with her. Yeah, but she, but that the mom thing is a different experience. Okay, fine. Interesting. I just, I just feel like we, we say like bring your main decision makers and bring them. Like I could just like, if I asked Steve to come wedding dress shopping with me, he'd be like, absolutely not. That sounds like the worst day of my life. Okay. If you're, if you're making a decision maker, but still like I'll, I'll challenge you on that one. If you could only bring one of your main decision makers, who would it be and why? Cause I will bet before oh, you even definitely answer. definitely wouldn't be my fiance. Okay. Obviously not. But <laughs> wait, my husband, whatever he is. Um, I would bet that you would bring, oh, I'm maybe going to embarrass myself here. Me. Wow. Over other friends because you're, this is a wedding dress decision. Yeah. 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 For sure. I think that there's like, yeah. So I, like, I see your point. So you're giving like, I, of course, like I want my mom there. I want my grandma there. My stepmom there. We're all there. I'm not looking at them for an opinion. If you're doing it for the romanticism of buying a dress. Yeah. Bring whoever makes your heart feel happy. But if there's people that you're like, you're tied between two amazing dresses and you want your honest opinion you're going to bring your honest decision makers and bless those girls out there that that's their mom but it's probably not or their fiance so you still marry this idea for the other people i do (laughs) i do i I see where you're coming from but like i and it's funny like anytime i've ever been in an appointment when the fiance is there they're like it's very evident that this person needed them there agreed agreed i don't think it's something that you just invite them as a part of the group it's very pointed like it's very much a yes and some i'd say um just for some tidbits on there it's often a second marriage 
It's often people oh. are older. Okay. Um, okay, this one, I actually put it in. <laughs> if you're wondering if Adela plants questions. Well, no, because nobody said it, and then I said it, and then I asked my friends it, and I was apparently the person. That the unpopular opinion? I was the unpopular opinion. I was like, come on. The wedding night. Nobody's, nobody's doing it. Sorry, having sex? Yeah, but like the sex. wedding night, I literally had Steve unzip my dress and I think I was asleep before he even finished brushing his teeth. Oh, Hondo P. And apparently I was the weirdo. My friends are like, oh yeah, we had like, just like really sloppy sex or something. <laughs> like, what? Like, I don't think I could have moved my body. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't think Colin, no, Colin and I didn't have sex. No, because Colin was like, missing yes yes um i think in my mind i did that was the plan for sure oh for sure it is absolutely the plan Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, absolutely mm -hmm. i will marry this idea yes yeah we're both on the same opinion here you have sex and i do well you plan to you plan to have sex but i think that the the wedding night being like this magical sex fest is like i'm divorcing that idea because it's not oh it's not magical unless you've maybe never had sex and that's probably even more not magical yeah Sorry. We should have like a sex therapist on one time. Ooh, we should. To talk about this. <laughs> um, okay. Okay, so. Ooh, you're... I want this one. I want one. Um, no first dance. I, I'm going to marry this one. I really, because I think the only reason why I marry it is because I'm not a dancer. And I thought that that was one of the more, quote unquote, embarrassing, stressful parts of my wedding. But would you have regretted it? No. Hmm. How do you know that? Because I feel like, like if I didn't, if I walked down the aisle with my partner, I would regret that. But for some reason, the first dance didn't mean a lot But sometimes you don't know that you're going to regret something because it's so, you're right, that is really traditional and it was important for me. But again, I don't know. It's like, it's like when you didn't go to prom and you didn't think you were going to regret it and then you did. It's like a, it's like a, it's a milestone thing where it's like, this was our first dance song. Yeah. Because I don't listen to our walk down the aisle song yeah, sometimes maybe, but yeah. like the first dance song for me sometimes, like when it plays at home, Colin and I dance to it. For sure. And it was like, Steve and I like knew like, oh yeah, this will be our first dance song. Like we never even, like wasn't it's even a, a discussion. It's, it's like a, it's a milestone. Yeah. But like, I, I just, I don't, I think that that song would have always been our song despite doing a first dance or not. And I just feel like I'm not, it, it's not the, it's not the end game for me. I could mm. could have done away without it. No, I like the first dance. dance. Okay. So you're going to marry. I'm going to marry I'm marrying the idea of no first dance. You're divorcing it. I'm divorcing it. All right. Um, what do we got here? Uh, <laughs> oh my God. Can we do the garter toss one because of what somebody said in the shop the other day? Yeah. What happened? So, so the question is garter toss. Ew. Are you marrying it or divorcing it? Well, I'm divorcing it, but... You're divorcing the idea of it being gross? Oh, no. Okay. I'm divorcing the garter toss. Okay. Okay. Garter toss. Ew. Divorce. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. We're divorcing that. the Big garter. Time. But this family came in the other day and there was lots of them. And I could tell their mom was quite traditional. You could tell. And so this girl is really vibing with everyone upstairs. She's choosing dresses. She's having so much fun already. I can tell. And she's like, girls talking to us, like the staff. She's like, garter toss like we have to decide here as a collective in front of my mom that we're not doing this and we're like yeah no uh well first person Allison was very PC <laughs> she was like yeah you know like not many people do it anymore blah blah, blah. and I was like I was like <laughs> inside she's dying because that would be <laughs> Allison would be mortified by the idea of doing a garter toss. and she was like and I was like yeah no people don't really do it anymore it, it can be kind of like yucky and blah blah, blah. And we're all laughing blah blah 
And then the bride's like, see, mom, like, I really don't want to take off. I didn't want my fiance to take off my garter in front of grandma. And then mom says, well, I did it in front of your grandmother. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh dear. And I was like, I don't think that's an argument for. I, I haven't been to a wedding with a garter toss in probably... Probably my last one was 2019. And what? that was that I, old? Yeah. And I hadn't seen a garter toss IRL ever. I think I probably was one at like one of my cousin's weddings. I'm pretty sure I was maybe 15 when she got married. That's the last time I saw a garter in real life. Besides the photos of my parents getting married. Oh my God. Donna did a garter toss? Yep. Stop it. <laughs> the only reason I know that is because there's like these really bad film photos. So of funny. a link like she's sitting on a chair and there's not a photo of my like dad under her skirt but he's like they're like still like about to do it right they're about to do the garter toss so she's like sitting in the middle i think that that's the most embarrassing part of it is that you have to sit in the middle of your family in the middle of the dance floor on a chair oh i don't i really don't think somebody could pay me to do this no no so we're we're uh we're divorcing the garter toss there that's a universal big d um, okay, receiving lines are weird. <laughs> They're a thing of the past. And we talked about this actually at the bachelorette party um, this weekend. And somebody was talking about how instead of doing a receiving line, which is usually at the reception as everybody comes in, they say hi to the whole bridal party. Sometimes on the way out of the church too. Yeah, or outside the church. But this person, somebody was saying, I think they saw it on TikTok or something where the bride and groom like invite row by row people to leave the ceremony and as they do that they say hi to them what yeah like so i'm walking down the aisle me and my husband walk down the aisle we're done and then we start i guess at the front then they walk oh. down the aisle and then you say hi to those people and then the next row say hi to, yeah it's i i'm so okay i'm gonna just say no to all of it receiving lines are old and outdated fine but as a planner i used to tell girl uh, couples you have to say hi to everyone at your wedding of course so Agreed. if you're having a massive wedding do a receiving line because that's the only way you're gonna get everyone and do that you could do it in two parts you do it wherever or you physically have to go around to every table and say thanks for coming so pick your poison so like, it's would just... you argue that the new receiving line is cocktail hour yep uh, or again, like if you have a huge wedding, you're physically not going to be able to go to every table. Yeah, it's true. So it, it's a politeness. It's an etiquette thing. And it's also just nice. It's like you have to say thanks for coming. Um, and if you can't get through every table in dinner or if you would like to sit down and enjoy the extremely expensive food that you bought, then maybe you have to come up with some sort of receiving line alternative because a receiving line is awko. It's like a funeral. Mm. Like it's very it's weird. very much like a funeral. Yeah, yeah it's not It's not cool. Thing. But yeah. the reason we had one is because you want to thank everyone for coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I, I get the, the principle of it. I think there's some more modern updated mm-hmm. ways. Okay, spending the night prior to your wedding together yeah together i'm divorcing this idea Mm -hmm. i'm gonna divorce it too Mm -hmm. i really enjoyed spending um the night before uh with one of my bridesmaids Allie. i also didn't really sleep so it was kind of like she was there like calm the nerves and like i think colin would just stressed me out because he would have been stressed yeah i also built more anticipation i get when some it just doesn't work out physically so i think i would be just as fine with 
spending the night and then very early in the morning both of us departing yeah like not one just staying there but like both going like if we both stayed at home super in the the early morning going off and starting your day but i do like staying separate agreed okay any more chaotic update that we need to share about what's going on in the bridal bubble Mm -hmm. or summer or life there's so many things on the horizon yeah and maybe that's the the september scariest for me too is that we're about to just drop a whole bunch of bombs yeah bridal bombs speaking of that i'm very distracted because sarah seven just dropped her new line oh shit let's end this and look at that stuff we gotta go and look at new dresses bye bye see you in two weeks bye